Are you ready to take the lead in the dance of life? Fall in love with who you are right now and find uninhibited joy every day? Then it's time for you to flaunt your smart, sexy, and spiritual self. Join radio host Laura Cheadle and learn how the five steps of flaunt can help you quit seeking approval, proving your worth, and release you from the judgment of others. Express all that you are, discover your naked self-worth, and finally, enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm, what was that? Nothing, I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm hearing, there's like a whole conversation happening. Oh no, I can't hear anything but you. Do you think someone else may be in the Zoom room? I'm like... <laughs> oh my god somebody's talking <laughs> oh my gosh that's weird okay we'll just try that again okay <laughs> i'm like somebody's here and now they're not here anymore okay that's all right <laughs> hello welcome to flaunt build your dreams and live your sparkle i'm laura Cheadle, and today we're going to talk about things that dull our sparkle and things that we can do to kind of get that sparkle back. As you know, health is kind of an important thing. If you're not feeling good, it's hard to be happy. It's hard to be in that right mindset. It's just hard to do everything if you're not feeling well. And then when you're not feeling well, it kind of starts cycling down. And all of a sudden, instead of looking forward to each day, you start dreading each day. And then instead of leaning into all of your passions and the wonderful things you can do, instead you start thinking, I can't do anything. I don't want to, it's not worth it. I just can't do it. And really your whole life grinds to a halt. Today's guest is Rochelle Marie Lawson. And she is the owner and the founder of Blissful Living for You. And she is a registered nurse, an Ayurvedic health practitioner, and a holistic health and wellness consultant. She's obviously with that background, also an international best-selling author, speaking, and radio show hostess. She really has so many different gifts and tips and techniques that she can share with you today about ways that you can start really tuning in to what it is that's doling your sparkle and what you can start doing to feel better today. So with that, I just want to introduce Rochelle and we can start this conversation so you, the listener, can start feeling better right now. So welcome to the show, Rochelle. Thank you, Laura. It's so good. To, I, as you know, I'm the queen of feeling fabulous. So it's so fabulous to be here. Absolutely. It is fabulous to have you here. And you know, that is the perfect thing. Queen of feeling fabulous. Listeners, <laughs> how many of you can say that today? How many of you right now can be like, yeah, I feel fabulous. Okay. So have you always felt fabulous? Is this just the way you were born? You just were born feeling fabulous or have you struggled with that? Well, Laura, no. As much as I would like to say that I was, well, of course I was born fabulous. Right. But <laughs> I didn't always have fabulous health and well-being. I suffered with an undiagnosed uh, medical condition for 17 years. Oh. And um, the more I have, or the longer I have the, this illness that was undiagnosed by lots and lots and lots and lots of doctors, um, the worse I felt. And to a point where I was pretty good at faking that I was feeling good, but towards the end, I really, really was feeling really bad. So no, I have not always been feeling fabulous, but I've always been fabulous. 
Yes. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> And listeners, that's exactly how it is for you. You are born fabulous. That is that God piece inside. But yeah, being having an undiagnosed condition for 17 years, that's really going to put a damper on things. That's not going to make you very happy. No, you know, so um, to give the listeners a little bit more insight into that, my undiagnosed medical condition started when I was eight years old and it ended when I was 25. And by that time, I was already a nurse, a registered nurse. Um, and so as I progressed, particularly through pu puberty and uh, young adulthood, I was really sick. The thing was, I was a type A personality, and I'm the only girl in my whole entire family. I'm the only granddaughter on both sides, so a lot of male energy. So kind of secretly competitive, type A, kind of controlling yes. you know, all of that. Straight A student, track and star athlete, cheerleader, you know, all of that kind of stuff during those years. But I was always feeling sick, and I didn't really eat too much because no matter what I ate... I felt sick. And so I was pretty thin. I was a little skinny girl with, you know, a little booty and little boobs, but I was a skinny girl. And one of probably one of the reasons was because I didn't really eat and I didn't, what I ate, I was, I didn't eat nutritiously, but then lo and behold, um, I had a download over those years. I had learned some different things and different techniques and had some great teachers because the doctors could never diagnose what I had, but very quick to give me a prescription for it. Yeah. And so, yeah. Very quick. And I'm a healthcare professional for 31 years. And I can tell you that I've seen it and I, I've seen the evolution, but anyways, so I had a download and I was already a nurse and I kind of had figured out what I had, but I didn't want to take any medication for it. So I'm meditating one morning and I had this download from the divine and it was nine things that I did that I was already doing, but in a sequence. And check this out, in nine months with no medication whatsoever, I was healed of this debilitating digestive challenge that I had suffered with for 17 years. And what it was, was I had suffered from an ulcer that turned into a bleeding ulcer by the time I was able to, to utilize what was the gifted to me to heal myself. So yes, I know that being healthy and well can be a challenge when you don't really have the right information or the right tools or somebody's want to give you a quick fix and, uh, you know, throw a bandaid on the solution instead of getting rid of the problem. Um, so yeah. I figured it out and I just love to share my information with, uh, whoever's ready to receive it. Absolutely. Um, before we move into that, because definitely we are going to have you sharing some more information today. I wanted to just point out something that you said, you know, you said you're type A and you're competitive and you're faking it a lot. And I think that's something that a lot of listeners can resonate with. We don't feel good. And we don't want to be seen as the whiner or the high needs one or the sickly one. And especially women we seek to please, we seek, we seek to be competent and to be seen as capable. So we fake it a lot and we put on that smile and we go out into the day and we're not feeling good, but we're just pretending that it's fine. Yeah. I'll drive carpool. That's fine. I'll make dinner. I'll do that. I'll pick up your, you know, we do all of this stuff. We're inside. We're not blissful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And as women, we're natural caretakers. So it's our natural inclination to take care of others. But what I find is, as women, we also will take care of everybody else first and then put ourselves last, which precipitates the problems, right? And so um, I'm all about putting yourself first. And it's not selfish because that allows you to be the best that you can be to take care of those that you love and care about. So you got to kind of grab, grasp, I guess, the mindset of flipping the script, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But when you do it, it opens up an amazing life for you. Oh, yes. And even, you know, like with you talking about a bleeding ulcer, that's some serious stuff. And when we don't take care of ourselves, literally we could die. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, not, you know, not to be dramatic, but years of neglecting ourselves really has got some dire consequences, whether it's it sure. Does. Yeah. It, 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 you know, um, unfortunately for me, this began when I was eight years old and what I realized, um, probably during the download, I don't know, but what I realized was that um, me being a healthcare professional with my background as an emergency room trauma nurse, um, what I realized was that what precipitated me initially to have the digestive challenges were I went through four very stressful, intense periods in a very short span when I was eight years old. And so stress generally will attack our weakest area within our body. And mine just happened to be my digestive system at, that, at the time I'm eight. You know, I, it wasn't fully developed, probably, you know. So, right. um, and so that's what precipitated. And so one of the things I also like to share with um, your listeners is that when you put yourself first, you take away the stress of having to always try, try to be the person to try to do that. And it never gets done, which precipitates more stress, right? Yeah. And you don't really effectively and lovingly take care of those that you love and care about as much as you could if you weren't stressed and you're taking good care of yourself. So it's, it, it's, it has a domino effect and it's kind of like that karma thing. What mm -hmm. you throw out comes back at you, but we want what you throw out to come back at you in abundance and in a good way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I don't know about everybody else, but I want to hear more about this download that you got. Tell us about that. Okay. So um, over the years, particularly because I was an athlete, um, I had a coach that would share these. Okay. Back in the seventies, this stuff was like hippie era kind of stuff. Like what? <laughs> that right okay but I was a I was a young kid I started running when I was 10 so um you saw my intensity within me you know the highly secretive competitive girl um but what he shared with me was meditating and you know eating the right foods trying to put the right things when I you know when you eat put the right things in your body and um as I got older, I learned more things about the utilizations of herb, utilization of herbs and detoxification of not only just your body, but you have to detoxify your mind as well. Yes. And so there was all these things that came up in the download, like probably by the age of, I want to say it was probably 12. I was in the eighth grade. So probably 12 years old. I uh, stopped eating fast foods. So I haven't eaten at McDonald's or... Taco Bell or any of the fast food uh, places in a very long time. And it wasn't because I didn't like the food and now I'm glad I don't eat it, but it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was because every time I ate it, I, I didn't feel good. It just did something to precipitate or exacerbate my, my symptoms. So, um, so it was all in this download where I just, all these things that I was doing just came in like a synchronistic pattern and it just worked for me. Right. Right. So how do you share that wisdom with the people that you work with? Because I know people come to you when they're not feeling well, how, how do you, what is the information that you give to them? How do you help them feel better? So I'm all about holistic medicine. Um, I don't, I think pharmaceuticals have, have a place in time, but the overusage of them has caused them not to be as effective as they should be mm. for what we are dealing with in today's society, right? And so when people come to me, they come for a variety of reasons. It's not always about their health and well-being. But when they come to me, because I practice holistic principles and I'm an Ayurvedic nurse practitioner, and that's what I've been doing for the last... Ooh, 30 plus years, um, I let them know that when they come to me for whatever challenge that they're facing, it's going to be their unique challenge. And we figure out what their uniqueness is in the way of um, the principles of Ayurveda with finding out your dosha or which is your body type, mindset type. The beauty about Ayurveda and holistic utilizing holistic medicine is it's generally specific to that unique individual 
you know, we all are alike in some ways, but we're all very much different. And we all get to a, I want to say, health challenge in different ways. Even identical twins are not identical, which is a trip, right? When you think about it, they're identical, but they're not identical. And so the beauty about utilizing Ayurveda that I just absolutely adored was I can take someone and treat them completely different than someone else that has the same thing like them because they're two unique, different individuals. I can cater whatever their needs are specifically to them that's designed to work for them. And they come on on the other side feeling absolutely fabulous. And I get to see the transition. I love seeing people transition into, as we call it, fabulousness, right? Yeah. And so I think that's what makes it unique. And because I am a 30 plus year uh, health, you know, healthcare professional, I still have my registered nursing license. I don't practice clinically, but I still have my registered nursing license and um, having the Ayurveda nurse practitioner. I can balance people however they want, whether they want to focus on Western medicine, but not maybe so much the use of pharmaceuticals or they want more education about what they're not doing and why things aren't working or they want to go completely holistic and they want to deal with herbs and essential oils and different detoxifications and, you know, all that body therapies, all that kind of stuff, or they want to blend the two. I can do whatever they need me to do, but I will keep it specific to their uniqueness and their unique challenges that they're experiencing. Exactly. Now I'm familiar with the doshas and things like that, but it's my guess that some listeners out there might be going, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Can you give us a quick summary of, you know, what all of that means for people who are like, yeah, I agree with you that pharmaceuticals are overused and I'd like to do something else, but what are you talking about? Oh, I would love to. One of my favorite questions, because this is what's, what, this is make, what makes it so beautiful. So the doshas, everything in our universe is comprised of the five elements, air, fire, water, earth, and ether. Everything, everything is comprised of that, which means that we as human beings are comprised of that as well. It's our makeup, our molecular structure, our cellular DNA that builds all the muscles and all of that. So the doshas are comprised of the main components that an individual might have a dominance of. So the doshas are your body type and your body type, which is unique to you, is created, this is so beautiful, is created at the moment of conception. Okay, hear me now. When that little sperm comes to that little egg and she says, yeah, you the one, at that moment, that is when your unique dosha is created. And that's what your predominance is going to be. The area or the time when you're most imbalanced is when your dosha, your body type is naturally harmonistically flowing. Okay. So within the doshas, there's three or body types. I, I like to go back and forth because it just keeps it real for some people. Right. Um, the three body types of doshas, they're called in Ayurvedas, are vata, which is comprised of air and ether. Those elements are the predominant ones. Pitta, which is comprised of fire and water. And kapha, which is comprised of earth and water. Okay. And so to give people a little little more visualization about body types, just to keep it as simplex as possible, someone that is of a Vata body type or Vata looking to body type, because you can have a different mind type of the doshas as well. But yeah, so someone like um, that has a, a body type, I would say is like a long, lanky kind of supermodel or a long, lanky gal. doesn't even have to be a supermodel, but someone that's long, lean, they have small features. The hair is not very lush and full. It's, they might have long hair, but it's kind of fine. Um, they ten, generally tend to be real fair, complected people. Um, they um, can eat a lot and gain no weight. You know, those people, right? Yep. Okay, so you know, it's kind of like the Vata body type. They have long, lean arms, um, and they can be tall, and they can be petite. 
and still have those same features, but they're just think of the leanness and the, the long longness. Yeah. Pitta types are comprised of fire and water. Pittas are um, very fiery. So when you think of somebody that has a pitta body type, you want to think of somebody like maybe a Rihanna or a Beyonce. Um, I'm just trying to think of some gals, you know, off the top of my head that come to my mind and those two popped in, but ladies like that, they're generally medium built, um, medium muscle tone, can can develop muscle really fast, really quickly, um, fiery in nature, generally tend to have uh, maybe an olive complexion or more browner, uh, darker tones, sometimes red highlights to their hair because it's the fire. Uh, tend to have dark eyes, things of that nature, okay? okay. And then uh, kappa types, or the, the last body type, is comprised of earth and water, and they tend to be our more stocky people. So beautiful gal that comes to mind that I just love, um, her tenacity, Serena Williams. Serena Williams would be a kappa body type. There are more thicker folks, you know, people in, in society, they have more stability because it comprised of more earth and yeah. water. Yeah. And so Venus, her sister would be more of a Vata body type. So that gives a real good comparison of the, of those two. Um, so those are the three main body types. And what happens when we become imbalanced is there's an imbalance within our dosha or in our elements that we're comprised of. And that's where um, a gateway for illness and disease comes in. The other thing I want to say is, with regards to the body types of dosha, you can have a predominance, a secondary, and a tertiary. So you can be comprised of all of them, two of them, one of them, but you, you have a little bit of all of them, but there's one that's predominant. For me, I'm a true pitta, true pitta. I have um, a little vata in me. That's my uh -huh. secondary. And my kappa would be third, very tiny, tiny bit. And this is the other thing. When people come to me, they can get their unique body type discovered for them. But I also have a free site that anybody can go to and do a little quiz and get their body type and get some goodies that go along with that. Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Okay, so my listeners know what I look like. What do you think I am? I think you are a pitta. Have you done it? Have you done a... I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I think you. I think you're right. I think but I'm you like, are pitta. Yeah. And I think you've got maybe your secondary might be kappa, um, and the reason being because you have big, pretty, beautiful eyes, um, and you have real, you know, pretty lush cheekbones, and and you just have that, you know, that golden kind of golden reddish kind of brownish hair from what I can see. Yep. And um, in your skin tone, you. You seem to have, kappas tend to have the most beautiful skin texture because they're so lush. You know what I mean? It's just lushness. And so you have this lusciousness skin tone, but then you have all of the complexion towards you too. So that's where I'm seeing a little bit of pizza. So I would love for you to do the test. I'm going to, and then, <laughs> then I can put that in the show notes. I can be like, okay, this is what she said. And this is what the test says. And this yeah. is, so yeah, I will do that after we are done recording that today. That'll be fun. Sounds good. Sounds okay. good. So then like that, I get the information, the readers go to your website, they get the information. And then what do they start doing with that information? So what we do is, um, I create a dream plan for the individual, um, based on who they are with regards to their body type. And I also do a mindset type. Cause I need to know just because you're a Pitta or Kappa or Vata body type, you could be a Pitta body type and have a Vata predominance in your mind because you're all over the place. You're creative. You, you know, those are like the dancers and the choreographers and the filmmakers and the stylists and all those kind of, super creative, right? But you're all over the place. You can't stay in one spot, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I like that too sometimes, girls. Sometimes I, that, you know, and sometimes I need to be like that, right? To tone that fire down. But, um, you know, so I do a mindset type. And then based on that, I have a good, a good analysis of what you are, what you need, 
And then we talk about your challenges that you may be having. And that, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be all health and well-being, because for me to get the best picture of how to help you, I'm going to help your mind, body, and spirit so that everything is harmonistically, energetically balanced. Because I don't want anybody to suffer from any illness and disease when I know that not necessarily I can fix it, but we can do it together, right? Yeah. So then once you get that, once we figure out what your, your priorities are, because what I may think is your priority may not be your priority. So what you figure out, we figure out what your priority are, we start to work on it and we design a dream plan. And it's a systematic plan that's easy to incorporate. I don't overwhelm you. And we break it down step by step because I want you to see your progression. And I want you to see and experience success and know that it can and will happen. Okay. And I also like to share with people that if you have a health and wellness challenge, it didn't come yesterday. Oh, no. You didn't, right. You didn't wake up with it. It's been brewing for years. Right. And so you got to be gentle with yourself and know that just because you start doing working with me or any other holistic practitioner, anybody, they're not going to be able to help you get rid of whatever it is that you've been having for all these years by tomorrow or next week or maybe even next month. But as you continue to stick with it, you will see changes. It's like when you go to the gym and you start working out, your muscles and stuff are sore as heck, right? Yeah. by the week. Okay, you feel a little better. Four weeks down, not only you're feeling better, you're starting to know, you, you know, my legs and tighten up, my booty looks lifted, you know, abs look flatter, my arms look toned, I feel more energetic, right? Mm -hmm. It's a progression. And you, once you start noticing it, then it's like, oh, I got to keep on doing this because I want, I want to see better results and I'm feeling absolutely fabulous. And that's the key. And that's the key. Sometimes I think people want to give up on it too too quickly and what I say is don't give up on yourself don't ever 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 give up on yourself because anything that you want to accomplish is absolutely possible yes it is and it's so reassuring to hear from you kind of about you know that gap you start doing things and you might feel better in certain ways but it hasn't shifted everywhere yet and I think that's part of the reason our culture relies on pharmaceuticals so heavily is we all want that quick fix. We want to feel better now. And it's just not the way it is. And, and right. I like how you break it down and have those steps because you know, working out is the perfect example. I haven't worked out a lot lately and I'm starting to, and I feel better, but the scale's not moving, but it doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything. It's just, it just takes a while. Yeah. I mean, you know, think about when someone, um, even when you first start a job, you don't jump into that job and day one, you know, start the job in the morning and by the afternoon, you have the whole complete job like, oh, I got this, right? No. It's a period of learning day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And as you progress through that profession, um, you become better, more proficient, you, things just automatically snap into place for you. It's the same thing. If you think about life, everything in life is a progression, right? Either progression to the ill side or progression to the fabulous side. But everything in life is a progression. When a baby develops, that sperm unites with that egg, it's a, it's a progressive process, right? Yes. You know, growing yes. up, it's a progressive process. So it's amazing to me how people think that I have this and I want it to be fixed tomorrow. Um, and why isn't it happening when everything in life is a progressive type of thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. And like that, as long as you're feeling a little bit more fabulous every day, it, you know, like I said at the beginning, it, it's a snowball and it can either start cycling up or it can start cycling down, but life is never static. <laughs> That's what makes it so interesting. <laughs> because it, it's never static and it, it's not meant to be like that can you imagine how boring that would be no no that would actually be awful yes. <laughs> <laughs> well we're going to take a quick second for a break here and then when we come back 
I want to walk you through the five steps of flaunt and blissful living and have you share with our listeners all the different ways that they can continue to feel fabulous and step in to themselves and to create the kinds of lives that they want. So we will be right back. To all the women who have cried in the shower, smiled when they wanted to scream, and couldn't wait to get home and unhook their bra, Flaunt is the definitive guidebook on how to get back in touch with who you are underneath your labels, roles, and scripts. Fall in love with yourself right now. Breathe life into the dreams you left behind and live each day with uninhibited joy. Pick up a copy of Laura Cheadle's number one best-selling book, Flaunt. Drop your cover and reveal your smart, sexy, and spiritual self wherever books are sold. It's available in print, digital, and audio formats and comes with two downloadable meditations. All right, we are back. And we've got Rochelle Marie Lawson, Blissful Living for You, as our guests today. And I'm going to take her through the five steps of flaunt. And for those of you who might be new to the show, flaunt is an acronym. And it stands for find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. And I talk about fetish as being that thing that shifts everything for you, that thing that makes you feel so good that it's that missing piece of information where all of a sudden you go, oh, and as Rochelle was talking about her story, she had an undiagnosed medical condition for a huge portion of her life. And then all of a sudden she gets this download and she starts changing. That's her fetish. Her fetish is feeling fabulous, helping others feel fabulous, using her tools both in the Western medical tradition as well as in the holistic tradition to make people feel better. So Rochelle, let's talk a little bit more about your fetishes. What are some of the things that just make you feel unstoppable, that make you move into life with that passion and enthusiasm? What are some of your fetishes? So some of my fetishes, we'll start with, I think because over the years I've learned to accept my fieriness and control it. (laughs) (laughs) The big one and control it. Um, I love, I love, love, love being positive around other people and helping other people to find positivity in any type of moment. And this goes back to when I was that night shift working, emergency room nurse, um, only female RN working with a bunch of other guys RN. That's kind of how I flow, meet Rochelle and the guys, right? (laughs) um, Dealing with some really traumatic things that would come in and having the patient or and their family members to be able to find something positive within it and giving them hope and seeing them enlighten up in their face. So... That's one of my fetishes. And everybody always says, you're always so positive. How do you always find positive in, you know, it's storming outside. And you'll be like, girl, yes, that rain is good. Well, I do like the rain. But, you know, it's like I always can find positive. Oh, traffic. Well, there's a reason for this traffic. Maybe I've been rushing along in life. And this is to remind me to slow down and take it easy. I'll get there when I get there. The important point is to get there safely. Yeah. Um, you know, doing a detoxification. I love doing detoxifications and I love giving people what I call a bliss therapy treatment, right? I don't do them as much as I used to, but um, I love seeing how people come into the process of a detoxification and the way I do it, again, is unique to everybody, but, um, and how they come in and then being like, oh my God, I got to do that again. You know, it's like this state of ecstasy. I love seeing that in people. And 
because health and well-being is so important to me. It is my passion. It really is my passion to share with people and to educate people and to teach them how they can be healthy and well holistically and naturally as well. Um, and seeing them learn and incorporate things into life and having themselves come out better on the other side of that journey, that is a fetish of mine. So I guess it kind of goes with, you know, why I liked emergency room medicine so much because I was, as they say, um, we're adrenaline dr- junkies. Yeah. Well, I get my adrenaline fix from seeing and allowing people to experience positivity in all aspects of their life. And uh. that is one of my fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And that is so powerful just to be able to create that shift and point out the positive and to actually feel it too. It's not like we were talking about earlier. It's not faking it. It's all great. It's, it's no, this, this is the part that is great. And look, notice this. Yes. You know, and it's funny. And I think the reason why, you know, we, there's things we experience in life and the longer we live, we can start putting things of the past as to why it was important for us to learn this, that lesson then and how we utilize it now. And so I think one of the reasons why that is so important to me with regards to just seeing people experience health and well-being on the other side is because I faked it for so long, but I can also spot when someone else is faking it. I can, my intuition is spot on um, and I can just read people and this helps me to help them. Right. And it helps me to help them to realize you don't have to fake it. You can be healthy and well, I'm going to help you. And, um, and it's time to let that shell go. Cause that's an extra burden that no one needs to carry and shake it from me. I carried it for a long time. Oh yeah. And you know, and then that kind of moves into the second step L, which is laugh out loud. Do you use laughter both with other people and within yourself to kind of help and to shift that mindset? Yes, I do. So it's kind of funny. There is a um, exercise and I'm not really sure what it's called, but I've learned it. When I learned it, it was called laughing yoga. Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically, you know, again, I'm going to go to, cause I know so many people can relate to this sitting in that traffic in your car, sitting in that traffic, frustrated as heck, going to be late for your appointment or picking up your kids or whatever, you know, just frustrated as heck. And the more frustration, the slower it gets, the more challenging it gets, the more frustrated you get until you're ready to just, that head's ready to explode and become a volcano. You're tense, you're tight, you're upset, your heart's racing, you're taking short breaths, not good for your health and well-being whatsoever, right? And the funny thing is, you can't do a darn thing about it. No, you can't. (laughs) That is the perfect moment to just look at the situation and just to start cracking up. And it's like, you got to... And this is the funny thing, the F, that fake word always comes in, but you yeah. start faking the laugh, right? Until pretty soon you're not faking it, you're laughing because what comes into your mind is your bo- your mind, your brain can't decipher if it's something really you funny laughing at or if it's just something that you're laughing at, right? It can't decipher right. the fake from the real. So when you begin to do it, no matter what, those endorphins get released within your body. It's like that pitocin, oxytocin, I'm sorry, dopamine and serotonin and all those feel good things that, you know, keep you in that state of ecstasy for a moment. And you really start laughing because it'll just conjure up stuff that was really funny. And, you know, lo and behold, traffic will ease up. You'll start getting on your way, but you will have a good time. So yes, laughing out loud is phenomenal. And you can use it with anybody. I've used it with patients that were, you know, sick, very sick, for patients that weren't sick, with with clients that just needed to change their mindset. And all we did was meet and laugh, you know, so that they could re- basically relax a little bit. Um, but it has a profound effect on our health and well-being due to those feel-good hormones being released. So I say, yes, laugh out loud. Fake it till you make it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I would think too, in that emergency room trauma setting, 
nobody could work there day in and day out if you had to sit with the heaviness of that all the time. And I know sometimes, you know, I practiced law for 10 years and people would say, you lawyers have this awful sense of humor. And it was like, no, 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 no. It's the sense of humor that keeps you going. And I would think it would be the same way in the emergency room. If you really are sitting there and being like, oh, they're getting maimed and disfigured and killed and someone was hit, hit by a car and someone was killed by their spouse. And I mean, that nobody's mind can, can deal with that. It seems like you've got to use the humor even when it's not necessarily appropriate. Not that you're laughing at people, but you're laughing at the horrificness of it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, actually, we really would have a good time and not, not on the benefit of the patients we were serving, no. but it was really like, we would just have to laugh at certain things and laugh at certain things people do, whether it was us, the crew, or, you know, people coming in. Cause there's, you know, there's, it's not all grim and, and gruff in the ER. There's some weird stuff that come in and you just be like, okay, what? <laughs> what? What? Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, you did what? What? You can't even, it doesn't even equate. So you have to laugh at that kind of stuff. But yes, laughter lightens the mood of everything. Yeah. Everything. Can, can, can I tell a funny ER story that I think you'll appreciate? Yes, please. <laughs> when one of my sons was little, he used to love jalapenos, love them. And he would just eat them and eat them and eat them. And one night he was in pain, in such pain. We're like, is this appendicitis? Is what's going on? So we finally took him to the ER. And as he's moaning and holding himself and crying and suffering, my mom and I start talking. And I said, oh, I think he ate like six jalapenos today. <laughs> And my mom was like, oh, I wonder if when he's going to the bathroom, it's just burning. And the only thing he's complaining about is the burn when he goes to the bathroom. We asked my son, you should have seen his face. He was like, oh, yeah, that's it. This is not a pesticide. This is jalapeno burn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so, yeah. so funny. Yeah. That's so that's I so mean, funny. yeah, and he was, he was a pretty little kid. He did not make that connection, nor could he communicate us where it was burning and how it was burning. He was just like, it all hurts. Oh, poor baby. How old was he about? He was about six. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> oh, I mean, we can laugh at it now, but poor, can you imagine? No. Oh, where did he de develop the love for jalapenos at such a little age? I have no idea. He still eats them like candy. I mean, I love I love hot and spicy. I bet you he's a pitta too, because pitta people love hot and spicy foods. But that's one of the things we we should not eat that much of. But we love it. I love jalapenos, the spicy. You know, just yeah. So oh, that's right. cute. So yeah, we're like, I bet that ER staff laughed about that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and just sit him in a nice cool bath. Exactly. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the little laughter segue here. That is <laughs> Going too back cute. to flaunt. <laughs> the Sorry. Next, you know, that's perfect. The next step is AU, which is accept unconditionally. And you were talking about that, you know, with regards to traffic and other things that there's so much in life. We just have to accept unconditionally because we can't change it. And I'm even thinking with some of the body types. And like you just said with, you know, Pitta's loving hot and spicy food, but not being able to do it. There's that balance between what we can accept. We can't really change our body type. We can work to change our mindset. We can work to change different things, but there's also things we can't accept or can't change. We just have to accept. And I want to know what you have to share around accepting unconditionally and how that can help us you know, step into our queenhood and truly feel fabulous. Oh my gosh. Unconditionally, accepting unconditionally. First of all, you have to be kind and gentle to yourself. 
And that's not real easy for people to do, nor do they realize that they're not even being kind and gentle to themselves. You have to accept that you are a perfectly created creature. Because if you believe in God, then you know God doesn't make any mistakes, right? And as harsh as we are on ourselves, God is probably not that harsh with us. But we're so harsh on ourselves and we don't accept ourselves and we don't accept or most of the time even recognize the gifts that we have within. So you have to be kind, loving, and accepting of yourself and know that you are absolutely perfect. Now, there are always opportunities for us to become more performant, perform perfectified, right? A new word. Yeah. <laughs> Always opportunities. But God doesn't make any mistakes. And so why we are so harsh and cruel on ourselves is this. It's generally things that have been picked up externally of us. And when you think about it, think about babies or little kids. Little kids, babies. They love themselves. They're happy-go-lucky. Nothing bothers. I mean, you know, nothing really bothers them. They are who they are. They don't mind being who they are. And little kids under the age of, I want to say, five and under are the best because they have no inhibition about anything because they haven't picked up external garbage that gets bestowed upon us. And then we take this garbage and we think it really is ours and we internalize it, and then we're very hypercritical of ourselves, and we don't accept and love ourselves like we should. So learning to be um, accepting unconditionally has to start with us. Again, it's all about you, girl, and guys. has to start with us first before we can ever be the per perfect I guess, vision of what God wanted us to be for those that we love and care about. For instance, in the emergency department, you get some crazy stuff. I mean, crazy stuff, you know, and it's all of it is not nice. You get people that have been raped, abused, you get children. I mean, that stuff is not nice, but you have to accept the fact of that moment and learn to accept it unconditionally because it's not about you. It's about taking care of those that are in your care the best you can. And if you can't do that unconditionally, then you're not giving the best of yourself to those that need you at that moment in time. So that is just, that accepting unconditionally is just so amazing. Here's another thing. And these are wonderful examples I'm going to share with you on this one. If you have a pet, a dog, cat, goat, chicken, you know, if you have a pet, that pet loves you and accepts you unconditionally. You can scold that pet and 15 seconds later, they want more love from you, right? It's so true. You can have a bad day and come home and they don't know anything about your bad day and just are loving you because they love you unconditionally it doesn't matter if you're an alcoholic sitting there with a bottle on your hand and you got a pet if you're on the street homeless and you can't feed yourself and you got a pet or if you're living in the multi-million dollar mansion and you have a pet those pets and everybody of those kind of pets in between love you unconditionally so why is it so hard for us to accept ourselves unconditionally and be unconditionally accepting of others. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So true. And we get so caught up in all of that external stuff. Well, I can't, I can't do that. I can't, I can't eat this. I can't connect with that person. I can't wear this. I can't. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. yeah. And I'm here to say you can, you can, you can, you can, because when you realize that and start accepting yourself unconditionally, then you become fierce, fearless, radiant, 
and unstoppable. And that is no doubt. And I know, Laura, you already there. So I already know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that whole next step, which is N, navigate the negative. A lot of the people that you work with don't feel that great. And you give them these tools. You help them find their dosha. You help them find, you know, different tools and tricks. And you work with the mindset. And you give them some of those steps to help them navigate whatever it is that's going on that's stopping them from being healthy and well and feeling fabulous every day. Do you have any tips that you can offer the listeners um, that they can do right now today that can help them navigate You know, some of those feelings of just not feeling fabulous. Yes, I do. Of course I do. So um, with the the navigating, I'd say, I like to kind of like put a little tweak on that and say navigating the negativity. Because if you're positive and you're healthy and well and everything's going flying, you still need a little bit of navigation, but you you need a little bit more different type of navigation to keep you on track. But for yes, most yes. people, you know, we wax and wane. Everything is not beautiful and uh, perfect and all of that. So when you find yourself getting lost in the navigation of the day and just bombarded with negativity, one of my favorite things to do, and it's so good in many ways for you, is to turn on the radio, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, and Find that song, you know, that is just one of my favorite too, you know, one of my jams, so to speak, and crank that puppy up for the essence of that song. Here's the thing. It takes you away because it's like, oh, girl, that's my song. I can do that. Right. Or I really like this song, whether it's jazz, classic, country, rock and roll, hip hop, rap, whatever. You know, we all have a song that are songs that we just like. Turn that puppy up. It will um, take away your mind from thinking about all the stuff you're dealing with. Get you free and may want to. You may want to get up and groove a little bit. Oh, you know, do a little dance move, work it out, get your heart yep. rate up, yep. get that respiratory system going, and basically it just kind of clears out stuff. But even if you don't get up and do it and just let the music flow harmonistically and energetically, the vibrations of that tune is flowing through your body at your cellular level as well. And your cells love that because something that makes you happy makes them resonate with divine energy. It makes their processes just want to flow optimally, right? Yeah. So that is one thing I say that will help us to navigate when you're just kind of feeling stuck and down in the dumps. Just turn on the radio or something, turn on your favorite tune, crank it up and jam for a few minutes. The other thing is, another thing I like to say is, when I am in um, a moment I like to call it stagnation, I can't, I'm, at, I'm on my road and I can't decide if I need to go right, left, or straight, right? I need, my GPS isn't working. Right. My, <laughs> I'm not in my car or on my phone, right? I need, I need some, I need to figure it out. I need some clarity. I need to release. And a great thing to do is to go outside and take a walk for about 15 to 20 minutes if you can. If you can only go for five minutes, that's okay too. But the reason why I say go outside is because when we connect with nature, it takes us away. It's almost like um, the best form of antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication that's natural for us to do. Because when you're out in nature, you stop thinking about what's going on. You may ruminate and it may wax away in your mind, but because you have, you're in, in the elements, you're in the warmth of the sun, you're, might, it might be raining. You might be somewhere where it's hot and humid. You're in the right. you're in the air, you're in the ether. You feel the earth on, on your feet, the ground. You're able to, to basically release or ground some of that energy in the earth as you walk. You open up your respiratory system because you're getting a little cardiovascular exercise. So it's good for the body, good for your respiratory system. Very good for your digestive system because it keeps that little digestive fire up because your metabolism working because it's got to feed, you know, the the cells in your body and the blood's got to travel to get that stuff to your cells and take the, the waste out. And you get to just be in the essence of the birds singing or the bees flying or whatever it is. But all that natural stuff 
takes you away. So whenever I'm having one of those days where my businesses are driving me crazy, because I do have two, when mm. they're driving me crazy or I'm stuck, I go for a walk. Yes. I just go for a walk. And when I come back, whatever I was stuck with, I'm back spot on. I can figure out, okay, girl, you need to go straight for two miles, make a left at the next stoplight or, you know, but I'm spot on. If I don't do that, and there's times that I haven't done that, if I don't do that, my day just goes on. I mean, I'm lost. I'm just ruminating between things and nothing is ever really getting done effectively or efficiently. So, um, that's, those are two things of like what I like to share with people when it comes to, to navigating a little bit, if you're having issues during your day or even in your life, stressful situation, having an argument, go for a walk. Absolutely. When you come back, back, everything will be in a better perspective. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, that costs nothing. (laughs) You don't have to have any special tools, just go walk. So no side effects either. You know, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to cause any side effects or rather the side effects that it does cause will be so beneficial to your mind, body, and spirit. Yeah, absolutely. And then that last step of flaunt is T it's trust in your truth. And, you know, we mentioned faith a few times and, and faith and trust are very similar and your truth and God's truth and your truth and your view of you as this perfect divine child of God, it's all, it's all kind of the same thing. But I just wanted to wrap up the interview today, hearing a little bit about you and your truth, you know, your truth as this divine regal queen and how you trust in that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. My truth is, um, is knowing that I'm here for a purpose. And my purpose is to love and heal humanity, is to share the wisdom that has been bestowed upon me with the world. And I don't mean it to be boastful like that, but I've been on this journey for a long time. I've been a business owner for 31 years as well. And um, the things that I've learned have always put me in the position where, again, I'm the only girl, or I'm the only this, or I'm the only that. And I always thought, why is this, why am, why am I the chosen one? Or why am I the selected one? Because I never believed that I was as smart as I am. I was confident, but never as confident as I thought as I needed to be. I'm very reliant on myself. So I know that if I'm going to put my mind to something, I'm going to get it done because the only person I really can truly trust in getting stuff done is myself. But I never trusted the fact that I was here for anything other than to live a life. And then I realized or was bestowed upon me that I'm here to share this message of being fierce and being fearless and being unstoppable with women because there are a lot of women that are invisible mm-hmm. and they're in these high power you know, professions, but they're invisible. I was there. There are a lot of women that are just stay at home moms and they feel invisible. All they think about is, okay, I got to do laundry, cook, clean, baby needs diaper, you know, yeah. there's so much more to that. Right. But they're afraid to trust in themselves and the just to get out. There's women that heck, are in combat with the, the guys alongside them. And, but they, they're afraid to trust themselves with regards to be a, being, being able to go forward and live a fearless, fierce, and passionate, and unstoppable life. So trusting in myself or trusting in my truth is knowing that I'm here for a reason way beyond what I thought. And it is to love and heal humanity, but in the process is to help elevate women around the world and to help them discover their passion, turn it into their purpose, and become fierce, fearless, radiant, healthy, and darn unstoppable. I love that. And where can listeners learn more about you and maybe even connect with you at one of your Blissful Living um, Summits? Yes. So first of all, I want to share that the Dosha Quiz because it's free. It's a free gift. So anybody listening, you can go to your 
youruniquebodytype.com. Go to youruniquebodytype.com. It's not spelled any kind of funny ways. Re- regular, regular old English this time. Yep. Youruniquebodytype.com. Click on that and you can do your dosha quiz, find out what your dosha body type is, and you get goodies specifically catered to your predominant dosha. So check that out. And then to check me out with regards to, um, you mentioned the Blissful Living um, For You Summits. We're going to be having some Unstoppable Women Summit. They're called the Unstoppable Women Summit, turning your passion into purpose. And they're going to be happening in, um, right now, seven cities throughout the United States later, later part of this year. And you can go to blissfullivingforyou.com and click on events, and you can find out exactly more about that as well and of course you connect with me on blissful living for you send me an email you can find me on facebook um twitter instagram linkedin youtube i'm all over the place so there's no not finding me if you you don't find me if you don't want to find me otherwise if you want to find me i'm there and And, and all, all the all the information up on the show page too. So listeners, I hope you learned a lot. I hope you go check out this quiz. I hope you have got some ideas about how you can start feeling fabulous every day. And if nothing else, go out and take a walk. Go take a walk. Do what Rochelle mentioned and just see how good you are feeling. Have a fantastic, wonderful week. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Overcome the need to please and find the uninhibited joy of being exactly who you are right now. Come find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more and get your free gift at lauracheadle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com.